This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you'll see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, well met. I'm Floria. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Kinsey, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor. Dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. Discover beauty the D&D. You can't end the story. It goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. Oh, okay. Anyone else? Want to say who they are? Or just me? I'm Eric. I'm in the not quite yawning. That was Eric. Oh. There's his camera coming back. Perfect time oh. for Skype to drop. Perfect time. <laughs> and this is Death Before Dishonor. This is episode 182 in a not all weekly series featuring a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. Today is March 18th, and I am taking a break from Crunch at work to do a short uh, D&D game with some people I haven't seen in a while. So what's up with you guys? It's been a while. Um, maybe Tinsy could catch us up on what happened last time, which was, gosh, several weeks ago. Dungeon Master, here we go. Well, we're back. I think we're going to so- somehow keep uh, Eric tethered in with his Skype uh, session this time, but we'll see. We'll try. In the last episode, because apparently I remember enough, um, the Flesh Golem was destroyed, I believe, by Carl. After he was viciously, but uh, somewhat carefully, um, what is going on there? <laughs> the guy's like jumping on my headset, yanking my head to the side. It was not cool. Okay, oh, apparently Freddy the co-GM is going to be restless tonight. All right, uh, Carl, you were shocked and electrocuted by the talented Xanatari. Hey, now. Who... Meant well, but also finds ways to practice her craft of torturing and via electrocution um, at any opportunity that she gets. Yet, you were able to kill the golem. Cesar, on the other hand, showed true spirit, excellent fighting form, and the ability to slide into a hidey hole that he only kind of presumed was going to be there, but was. So, well done, all. You are standing in the um, large half-circular room that is one of Cesar's bedrooms. The body of the flesh golem lies at your feet, unless you're Cesar, who is somewhere off in a box at the him in a bit. But we will start with Xanatari. Excuse me, but wasn't there something... Didn't we end on a cliffhanger about Bird going... No, not, not bird, uh, the, the golem going explody. <laughs> I remember Carl trying to get rid of the bomb, and bird was using its, his, its uh, destruction ray on it, and was very 
really dangerous. Okay. Um, yes. Ah, <laughs> 20,000 points for Carl! <laughs> Carl, well done. Well done indeed. Um, you will probably get a coupon for another free electrocution sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah, at least I had the reasonable gist of things. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Zinatari, Bert is causing a small crater to be formed by blasting it with its ray of drow city destruction and other stuff. And it just continues to pour wave after wave of, uh, Magical death on this corpse. Okay. Uh, it pours wave after wave of magical death on this corpse. So the corpse does not explode? Um, the corpse is probably not even there. It's just being... It's probably been blasted to pieces, but Bert is just being very insistent on... You know, the, the, the ray is just starting to burrow into the ground. Uh, well, I'm going to try to get away from this uh, scene of destruction uh, as fast as possible. So where am I in relation to Carl and the corpse? Um, it is you, Crater, uh, with Bert over the crater. Okay. And Carl is on the other side. You would be facing him. Okay, well, I'm going to flee to the direction away from the crater on the opposite way of Carl because he clearly can get away from his on his side, too. So I'll just kind of run, you know, away. Okay. Not toward the crater. Okay, so you go running off to a corner. Yes. All right, you come across a small sleeping area, mostly made up of rags and sacks and people's clothing. Okay. Well, if I feel like I'm at a safe distance, I'll turn around and look and see uh, if I can find out any info about Carl. Am I safe from, you know, I'm far, I'm, you know, what, 20 feet away, 30 feet away? Uh, your face isn't warm, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, you you don't seem to be being blasted at the moment. Okay, cool. I'm going to look at Carl and um, try to make sure he's safe. Okay. Um, Carl, are you playing in any way with the large, deadly beam of light? (laughs) No, if there's any, uh, unless Carl's in a dead end, uh, he's going to turn around as well. And, um, well, if there's an alcove, he's going to duck into it. Uh, if there's um, no doorway, he's gonna slip into that and shout out, uh, Miss Centauri, could you please ask uh, Miss or Mr. Flyingstone about what's going on? <laughs> okay. Um, Zenitari, due to keen deduction skills and hearing Carl, you know that he is not playing with the deadly beam of light and is therefore probably okay. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try to make a mental connection with Bert. To see what's going on. Okay. Uh, the irony may or may not be present. I don't know. Um, Bert hates this abomination. Very, very much. Okay. Very, very much. Well, um... Flesh golem, I'm... bad. Okay. Why? Unknown. Hmm. I'm going to tell Bert, you know, I'm going to put my hands up and just kind of back away slowly and tell Bert that, hey, 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 it's dead. It's dead. It's very... Very dead. Um, great job, Bert. Um, Bert somehow widens the lens on this beam, and the beam gets even thicker and bigger, causing it even more um, power to be poured into the hole. Okay. Um, hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Bert. Bert, you're gonna you're gonna catch us all on fire. The room is going to burn. Uh, you're gonna hurt Carl, Bert. You sh- you need to stop doing that. Okay. Um, for a brief moment, there is this reflection of yourself in a mirror shooting electricity into Carl. <laughs> but that fades away, and slowly the beam starts to fade away as well into the hole. Mm-hmm. But um, just after it peters out, um, there are a few more blasts into the hole. Okay, okay. And then Bert kind of lowers and begins um, casting kind of a... Uh, a cone of light, mm-hmm. sort of searchlight, in and about the room as if it's kind of doing a, um, and, and the light comes across you and goes across Carl, and you can kind of see Carl for a moment, looking to see if there's any other threats in the room. Okay. But the um, orbiting, it looks like it's going to start to orbit again and then come in closer to you as it does this. Okay. I, I will let it, uh, I will let Bert just finish out his, his search. And uh, move towards the smoking ruin of the Death Golem and Carl. Okay. Um, how close to the hole are you going to get? Uh, I'm going to skirt the hole so that I can reach Carl because I, I kind of shocked the hell out of him, so I feel like I ought to check. Okay. Uh, the edges of the hole are white hot but cooling rapidly. But it melted pretty deep. You can't see the bottom of the hole from where you're skirting across. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, but you are able to get over to Carl, who we shall pick up with as a, a matter of course, if you want to talk to Xanatari. Oh, it's uh, good that he's stopped. Uh, it would be very nice and helpful if he could tell you that he's gonna fire his laser, um, his beam, uh, if he plans to do it next time, and thanks for checking up on me, I guess. <laughs> and while he's speaking, some of his outer um, uh, uh, tips of his hair just uh, fall off, and <laughs> 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 he looks there's quite a crispy look about him. <laughs> okay, um... I'm going to take a minor action and do a basic heal on him, or he can okay. roll to use his, uh, he can roll so he can use his, uh, healing surge immediately. Okay, because he, he got hurt pretty bad. How bad is he hurt? Let's, let's assess him. Carl, I'm going to use my magic powers to, uh, to assess how much healing you need, because maybe we'll have to do a major healing and that will take a turn. I think with the severe amount of criticals that were rolled, and taken, um, I think he's down to somewhere around a third of his life. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. Um, so, Carl, let me roll a, a d20. That'll give me the number that you can use for a healing surge. What is your healing surge right now? Um, let me just check. It's uh, 22. Okay. Ooh, two! Uh, so I think that's, what... 14 points plus the 22 you have, so whatever that does for you. Yeah, it should be about... Uh, I think I haven't noted how much I lost, but uh should be pretty good by now. About two-thirds to his max. Okay, sweet. Yeah. 
Oh, that's... Uh, thank you very much, Miss Suntory. <laughs> Sorry about that. It, it was completely unintentional, uh, a mistake in the middle of battle. It just these things happen, Carl. I'm sorry that you were hurt. I hope you're you're doing okay now. Yeah, I'm 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 fine. I get mistaken for little evil mechanical golems quite often. <laughs> ah, sarcasm has been unlocked by Carl. By the way, Carl, um, something must have shocked a synapse or two in in your brain. Because you think you may have an understanding of a new, I don't want to use the term mantra, but some some sort of monkey thing, um, monkey thing? monk type thing. Oh, monkey, oh, monk. not monkey. No, uh, monk type thing that might help you resist and or associate yourself with electricity. That's not. But it, it's just kind of an idea in the back of your head that you may or may not uh, be able to flesh out in the future. No pun intended. Golem. All right. Cesar. Yes? You have perfected the baseball slide into um, random hidey holes. Yep. Would you Would you care to describe the hidey hole that you are in? Or the entire process from uh, your vantage point of awesome? Well, I think I described the entrance in, um, sliding mm-hmm. in, and yeah. as I uh, went in, I think I said I hit a button or switched something to close the door behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's there's there's not really any light because you don't want any anything seeping out and drawing attention, um, you know. So it surprisingly enough for for Cesar, it's actually relatively stark. I mean, it's very comfortable. There are lots of cushions and and whatnot, so you could you know rest quite well in there for for some time. So he's okay. immediately at ease, and he just keeps an ear out for what may be going on outside of okay. his little secluded place. Well, you hear either talking or death. Okay. Uh, with that up in the air, he'll probably <laughs> keep that door closed and sink deeper into the velvety, down-filled luxury that is his hideaway. Okay. Anything else that you want to do while you are in there? Um, Probably pick his nails, you know, make sure they're nice and clean, and stretch a little bit. Okay. Um, his hammies were a little tight, so we'll try to, in there, just sort of get the kinks out a little bit. Okay. Well done. Xenatari, uh, back to you. Having checked on Carl, Xenatari uh, is getting kind of assessing the situation, making sure that uh, she didn't get injured unexpectedly, you know, the bird's okay, that nothing is on fire, there's nothing else going on in the room of craziness. And while she's thinking about all these things, suddenly she remembers that Cesar was a part of the party and has a flashback of him sliding across the floor around the statue into a hole as he runs for his life. At that moment, her eyes become steely and flint-like, and she draws her sword and begins pacing towards the door. Okay. Also, um, based on your study, and there have been some doubts in and out that you've expressed uh, regarding this particular adventure, this seems awfully real for just a mental figment of 
um, the imagination of Cesar. Mm-hmm. So you are more than likely in a real place. Okay. Yeah, I think Xanatari has, has decided one way or the other that uh, we're here and, it, you know, that's where she's going to focus. So whether we wake up from some dream, uh, we've been killed or damaged in dreams before. So it doesn't necessarily mean we're safe just because she doesn't believe in it. Okay. So you go stalking off towards where you think the door is. And uh, when I get to the door, is this is this like a, a he slid through it? So is it a uh, rotating panel or how does the door work? Cesar. By the way, um, it's death outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if you saw the whole process, but I described out of character. There's this switch on, like behind the foot of one of the statues that he hit as he, like, jumped by. Basically, he was, like, had it as, like, a sense memory, and this panel slid up. Uh, so it opened when he hit the switch, and then when he slid in, there was another switch inside that closed it. Okay. Uh, would Xenotary have seen the switch from her vantage point? No, you just kind of saw him go sliding, but... You might uh... have seen the action of him trying to switch it, or depending on how close attention you were paying but the switch itself i mean you could probably see it if you were looking for it like but okay. it was behind the foot from the like the middle of the room gotcha okay is there gonna is there gonna be much in the way of lines and seals on the door or is it pretty well crafted um i mean knowing him it would probably be pretty well done but i think she was paying enough attention that she probably saw where he was okay sliding so now, does Cesar have a bolt hole for the bolt hole for the bolt hole for the bolt hole? <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later, he finds himself back in Winterhaven. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, so Xanatari uh, is going to you know, try to push on, on this wall and this panel. She knows that you've slid through it and uh, you know, push around and see if there's a way to get in. And then when she doesn't find one quickly, she's going to take the uh, pommel of her... her short sword and bang it against the uh, panel which would probably sound hollow because you're behind it and start yelling um, is this the pommel that has the electrical doohickey attached yes. to it okay how difficult are you going to pound on them well not enough to break my sword but enough to make a noise got you okay Alrighty, you start uh, banging the walls, and you do find that there is a hollow spot. Okay, uh, when I find the hollow spot, I'm going to start kicking uh, at, at the door uh, very hard and yelling, Cesar, Come out! Come out of here! And just, you know, making a ruckus and basically demanding that he leave his uh, bolt hole. Okay. Um... Um, occupied! <laughs> <laughs> you are a little shit! You're not taking one! Get out! Uh, okay, I, I guess you, you you need my help. I thought I'd leave this one to you, but all right, here I come! Zentai's <laughs> gonna back away, like, wait for him to crack it open, and then the first time she sees his nose or any bit of his face sticking out, she's gonna point the sword right at it. Yeah, he's going to, like, lift it up just a crack and just peer his eye out to see exactly what's going on. And as soon as that sword point goes his way, it closes again. <laughs> Carl, do you wish to join in the fun and games? 
Uh, he's just standing here completely baffled about uh, Santari scratching his head. Er, uh, maybe he was just looking for a kind of off switch for this, this bomb creature. <laughs> Carl, I do hope. you think he was looking for an off switch inside a wall? It's probably the best place to hide an off switch. I love the video of this. That is a priceless expression. Xenatari <sighs> uh, considers uh, what she can do to make uh, being inside this bolt hole uncomfortable for Cesar. Um, and wishes she could send something in there after him, but I don't really have anything other than to just keep pounding on the door and try to break it into, sh into pieces so that I can get in. You say this as Bert kind of crosses your vision in the orbit. Yeah, I know, but catching the whole building on fire wasn't really part of my plan. The the door cracks open again, and a little scurrying clockwork thing goes running across the room. <laughs> Sanitary turns to look at it, waiting to see. He's trying to scroll you. Oh, like he wants me to look away so he can... Uh, well, she's not that smart. So I guess uh she's trying to look at it for a second... Hoping it's not a threat. Um, over in the corner of the room, it explodes in a lot of flames, and it catches a tapestry on fire. Okay. Um, Senator will will go over to the tapestry and uh, conjure a cup of water as a matter of action to throw on the tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> a, okay. a couple of seconds after the explosion, the door flies open and he ro rolls out in a ready stance. She turns to look at him, uh, crouched in his ready stance, kind of sighs and rolls her eyes at how she's been tricked and storms over with their swords still out. He, was, it done, uh, was, it, was it was it done with a with a hard with a hard, uh, <laughs> haughty pose? Haughty. 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 Yes. She's I mean, did, very did, 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 did you did you did you strike with style, Cesar? Huh? No, I'm like kind of like ready to dodge out of the way of a sword or something flying at my head. Oh, okay. Um, but as soon as he sees that she was across the room and she starts striding toward him, he pointedly ignores her her haughtiness and uh, and looks and notices where the the remains of the, the flesh golem are, and says, Oh, look at that! Did I just blow it up? Oh, I'm glad I can help. Zentari <laughs> is not amused by your attempt at levity in this very serious situation, and says, No, you did nothing except save your own skin. Again, I remember this, and it's the second time it's happened now. Well, look, I was just getting in the way. I I, I think that I, I did the right thing. I was I was waiting in the re, in the reserves. Next you know, time, uh, throw yourself at the golem. What good would that have done? Distracted for three seconds. That's that's Carl's job. <laughs> just about as much good as you hiding did. Look, I was there. I was ready. I was waiting to pounce when the moment came. You just when we were all dead. What? When we were all dead. No, no, it didn't even come close to that. Look, you're all fine. Look at Carl. He's he's hale as a horse, and he claps him on the back. <laughs> Probably right on one of his burn marks. Yeah. 
Carl, the part of your uh, robe or whatever you're wearing um, where he claps you uh, disintegrates from having been <laughs> shocked enough and kind of goes into a little powder puff. <laughs> Winter's growling oh. at this point. Carl goes, oh, maybe I should uh, look for another robe in order to avoid indecent exposure. <laughs> Carl, off in the corner, you see um, the slightly open doorway. It looks like there's some robes or smoking jackets or some other <laughs> clothes smoking in there. Mm-hmm. It is the Cesar place. There's probably some very nice <laughs> monk in a smoking jacket. Uh, he's going to find himself some kind of leisure suit with um, pilots and... <laughs> Cool sunglasses. Well, whatever you do, you come out looking like a pretty dapper uh, half orc, <laughs> and uh, probably a lot along the line of uh, a younger, uglier, but more martial Caesar. Therefore, proving that a smoking jacket works for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is gonna roll like look at look at Carl really strangely, with a really strange expression, just kind of not even knowing how to respond to his fashion choices, and turn to Cesar, uh, you know, not to be distracted from her beratement. He's already um over and sort of picking through the remains of the flesh golem, see if there's anything <laughs> salvageable or, or worth studying. So have you climbed down into the crater? Yeah. Okay. Um, did you make sure it was uh, cool first? <laughs> um, no. Okay. Um, you jump down, and you take ten points of heat damage. Oh, too bad. So sad. <laughs> and it smells like flaming burn chihuahuas, if yeah. anyone knew what flaming burn chihuahuas smelled like. But like there is about? a skeleton down there. A metal okay. skeleton. Nice. Um, he'll start picking at it, see what, what's going on. Okay. It has been awesomely cleaned off of any organic material. Good. Get rid of the unimportant stuff. The blade. Uh, it's also viciously hot, so as you're picking through it, um, you take another five points of damage. I'm not healing you. I can heal myself. And um, it doesn't bear much in the way of traditional blacksmithing techniques. It looks like it was carved out of a large block or large block of um, some sort of strong material. Okay. The different pieces were whatever forged out of it, but you don't see hammer marks. There was some other some other skill or something used to get all the pieces and then it was somehow assembled but there's not enough left to tell you what was actually running it or power source fuel source connections okay but it was obviously something good enough to um withstand Bert just hitting it with the annihilation beam for a good five six minutes yeah cool 
complete Which future of Scissor's mind back in kind the past. Of, kind of worrisome, though, given that uh, Bert did wipe out a drow city, and yet yeah, this did. thing can somewhat handle it. Worrisome or exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you have any explosive type uh, micro creature, micro machines on you? Probably. Okay. Um, Carl. Above or below on a d20? Above or below 10? Um, above. Above? Zenitari. Mm. Roll a d20. Nine. Uh, unfortunately, Cesar, the mm-hmm. heat in the crater is quite enough, and uh, one of the explosive bots uh, detonates. Yikes. Okay. Um, that would be in my pouch, I would imagine. So he would go flying up from one side of the crater to the other and slam into the side of the of the, the blasted sort of pit wall there. And um, say "eow" as he flies across, of course. And okay. he'll uh, start trying to put the fire out. That's probably caught his clothes. Okay. Do you wish to try to escape? Uh, yeah. I mean, at that point, he'll probably try to get back out of that crater. Okay. What are you going to do? Are you going to try to prevent more detonations or escape? Uh, climb out quick. Okay. Um, Zenitari. Mm. Above or below? Ten. Uh, above. Carl? <laughs> it's also... No, it's, it's a six. Okay. Um, Cesar, you're having a little bit of uh, scramble difficulty because it's up high. Yep. So kind of kicking the sandals around um, the hot wall and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you take another five points of damage. Okay. And this time another detonation happens. Okay. Uh, does it propel him up through the air and over the edge of the crater, landing safely on his feet? Well, it kind of depends what sort of, um, bot would this particular one be? Well, if I'm going by my sheet, I'm I'm assuming it would probably be something like, uh, one of these smoke powder blasts, which is mostly black powder. Okay. How about the uh, the thorn ones? Do you have any of the thorn, thorn ones. bolts? The ones that shoot the I... thorns? Which ones? Have... Oh, um, I don't think I have those anymore. Those are gone. Shucks, because that would have been fun to suddenly have, like, you know, Captain <laughs> Barbwire. Yep. Clang! <laughs> Wily e. Coyote. Don't forget, Winter's still at the top of the pit, growling. Okay. Um, she's worried about me. Cesar, you take another 10 points of damage. Okay. So, um, we will get back to you in a moment. I'm not healing you. Um, Carl, as you come walking out of the closet having dressed and sees Anatari's expression, um, there is soon a large booming sound and so forth from the pit, followed soon after by another booming sound from the pit. Uh, what would you like to do? Because, you know, you are now living the life of leisure and you're comfortable with it. Uh, he's trying to look for uh, some sort of mirror in the room while going 
pretty offhandedly. Uh, Mr. Antaria, I think Mr. Cesar has learned his lesson. You can stop exploding him now. <laughs> Carl, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not exploding him at all. Oh, so m maybe we should better check on him? He's he's doing just fine. He looks fine. Look at him down oh. there. He's good. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. He's probably knows best how to do, how to deal with this place. Uh, do you think this creature, that, the creature thingy that attacked us, is there was the reason for all this havoc going on in this place? All those corpses. Hmm. What kind of havoc are you referring to? Uh, I think there was the little, dead people little, in the that, that, yeah, that, that, that people. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you think that that's the case? I mean, it, I thought that originally out of character that we thought that it had something to do with uh, messages coming to us to help people, and that it might have been us that was dead. We weren't sure. Refresh me on that. Um, there appear to have been people that were stationed, sort of uh, support staff. Hmm at the place, and they appear to have been wiped out because um, there's nobody been nobody been there to collect the tubes and send off messages and all that other. Got yeah, but we determined it wasn't us because we were kind of digging for the body underneath all the letters, etc. Yeah, nothing, nothing that was found uh, pointed to your corpses. Okay, okay, huh? Um, Carl, I don't know. It was funny that the the golem looked like Caesar. You're right. It looked like something that Mr. Cesar could have uh, could have built himself. But you know, if he's going to build something, it's probably going to look like him. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been here a long time to get confused and think that it was him. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think he said something like like leaving his place alone. Um, so. Does this mean we should stop Mr. Cesar from actually building this, or rebuilding this creature, or should we allow him to build it in order that it uh, could have been could have attacked us and to continue, you know, the future yes, past thing yes. isn't all messed up. The Cesar fly effect. Yeah. Do you think... I mean, I, I just saw him examining it down there. I didn't get the impression he was going to try to rebuild it. I thought he was just going to salvage it for any kind of... You know, he does stealing things left and right, taking things to build other things. I, I figured he was down there just, you know, ransacking it like he does everything. But, probably. I hope he doesn't try to... It's, it's, I think I've seen uh, the remains of this thing looking like like some sort of metal skeleton. I hope he doesn't try to replace his actual bones with those metal bones. <laughs> wow. I think that might be beyond his abilities, but I'm not sure. Should, should any, 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 any comments from the pit as uh, the challenge to your abilities has been, uh, been uttered and gauntlet thrown? Uh, normally there would be, but I don't think that he's paying much attention no. to this, this discourse <laughs> as he's escape, trying to escape being burned and or exploded to death. Okay. We're just having like a really long dialogue. Like, so you know, I guess his comment discussion. would be, Ow! Yay! Ow! Yay! Oh! <laughs> Probably something like that. 
Zantari's gonna watch me out of the corner of her eye while completely focusing on, on uh, Carl. Cesar, do you want to get out? And if so, how would you like to get out? Well, now that he realized just getting out isn't going to be as easy as it is, he'll um, um, he'll take a, a bolt and uh, attach like a, a rope to it and shoot it up, like I guess into the ceiling or something up there to use as a, a way to help pull himself up. Okay. <laughs> um, Carl, do you like this idea? like it, and uh, I like the idea even more that a brick, now a brick comes down from the ceiling attached to the rope. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it first. Carl has declared the Wily Coyote effect to be in effect. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cesar, I don't believe I owe I own any criticals on you at the moment. Oh, you probably do, but okay. For the moment, I I, I will okay. pretend that I don't. Sure. Um, Carl is correct in that a large uh, block comes down from the ceiling. However, physics being what it is, uh, it lands on the edge of the pit. Okay. And it is large enough that if it was to fall into the pit, you would be smushed. Right. But if you somehow figure out uh, some sort of way of using it, um, it would also provide you probably enough stability to get out. Maybe if someone also sat on it. Because it's right. big. Like, Cesar built this place and wanted it to be grand, big, big. Ooh, that's really big. Yeah. Um, uh, he could certainly ask for help, but I think, unfortunately, despite... <laughs> All of I knew the, the pain he's dealing with, I, I think that the the pride and avoiding more tongue lashings, <laughs> I think he'll um, move to the other side of the crater from this brick just to try to keep it from falling into the pit onto him and start using just sort of standard bolts to maybe and like start I don't, either jamming them or firing them even into the sides of the crater to form like sort of hand and footholds to climb up that side. Okay. Well, down there you take another five points of damage, but, um, good plan. So if you would like to, um, use those to get out before they burst into flames or whatever they're going to do, um, I will allow that to happen. So, uh, Cesar starts to come out of the pit. You two are having your chat if you wish to continue. Otherwise, it's um, Zantari's turn. Zantari will glance at Cesar as he climbs up these bolts and as he's slipping around and falling and all that stuff, just with their arms crossed and continuing to just leisurely kind of, you know, lean uh, a little bit against, a, against the wall or whatever's closest while she talks to Carl. Okay. Carl, what would you like to do? Oh, it's kind of, um, uh, from the corners of his eyes, he looks, um, Cesar needs assistance, but unless it really looks like this, um, he's gonna trust on, uh, talking with Santari and go, so, what do you think we should do next, um, unless there's some more creatures or, or um, 
mechanical abominations to fight here. Uh, I think this this airship uh, looked very interesting. Do you think we've got the the time and resources to maybe actually build it and use it for doing good? Well, uh, I've seen the airship before, so it does exist. Whether we built it or someone else built it, uh, it will exist. It has existed. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a great idea. Why don't we go over and look at the plans again? And she starts to like leave and then head back to where the airship plans were. Okay. Um, what would Xanatari be greedy for? Weapons. Uh, I already have the cool weapons that I kind of took in Caesar's place because he had all these other weapons. The ones you that got I the used. Daggers. Yeah, the daggers that I used on the uh, on the golem, which I'm going to recover my way out, which I'm sure are kind of laying on the floor and etc. Okay. All right. So you grab your stuff and you head for the door. Just completely ignoring Caesar. She walks by the pit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Bert continues to hover and orbit, otherwise not blasting the pit, but you kind of get that sense that, um, from, uh, Bert that, uh, there is not just winter growling at the pit. Ah, okay. A uh, winter will growl for a minute and then turn and follow me. Okay. Carl? Um, Carl's going to actually walk towards the crater and uh, wave at Cesar uh, and say, uh, do you need assistance, Mr. Cesar? Um, I think Cesar at, at that point is just kind of just starting to get up to the lip of it and he, he heaves himself over and just lays on his back on the side of the crater and he takes out one of his healing globe things and just smashes it on his chest and lets it just kind of soak in. He says, uh, no, I'm, I'm all, I'm all right. No, no, no worries. H- how you doing, Carl? I'm mostly fine by now. Uh, do, do you know this place best? Do, do you expect any more of this, uh, creatures, mechanical things? Um, before, you, before you before you answer that, um, uh, Cesar, when you sl- smashed the globe on you, um, you were down there long enough that the uh, liquid inside the globe actually heated up, yep. and you've just scalded your chest with hot <laughs> healing fluid. Right, so it's really hot, but it's also doubly effective, right? Mm. Uh. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it, it it could be effective. However, it's kind of quite painful. It's okay. Nice. <laughs> it smells entirely wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, how much damage does it do to me while it heals me? Um, it kind of cancels itself out. Okay. Mm. Gee, that's such a shame. Wonder where you'll yeah. get some healing. So you know, when, once once it 
once it uh, cools down, you you may want to give it another another shot. But um, got it. Thermodynamics lesson um, plus twenty experience points. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, Carl, you had a question for him. Yeah, so, do you expect any more of this? Uh, to tell you the truth, kid, I I don't much know. I uh, I mean I both am very familiar with this place and I've never been here before. So I think, um, you know what? How about this? Uh, you watch my back and I'll watch yours and, uh, I'm sure we'll be all right. That worked so well before. <laughs> You're not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Cesar, make a perception check, please. Oh, dice. That's right. <laughs> Look, for the first time ever, I have all the dice. Wow. 31. Um, Carl is wearing your clothing and looks exceptionally well, and you can no- notice that through the pain of that you've inflicted upon yourself. Uh, b- b- by the way there, buddy, you, uh, you're looking pretty fine. <laughs> and the creep factor plus 10. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, as Cesar is um, pretty much smaller than Carl, um, the, <laughs> what's the, the hem of his robe's gonna <laughs> end pretty much uh, slightly above his crotch, so <laughs> maybe uh, looks this? a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh uh, not about below, 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 below. <laughs> Sorry. Not foreign arts people cannot speak English much good. Um, <laughs> what the hell? That's a great reset button. That's pretty awesome. So he's pretty much like okay, wearing a mini skirt at this point. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Creep factor above and beyond Cesar <laughs> achieved. It is what you wear. Sanitary fleas quickly. You guys. Have... Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Um, Sanitary, you were outside of the room, but you sense a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your turn. Oh, my turn. You have five more minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of wandering around trying to find my way back to where, where the uh, uh, map of the airship was. Okay. Um, along the way, you are offered uh, champagne and snacks by at least five golems. Uh, I will take the champagne and snacks and eat them happily. Okay. Cesar, laying on yes. your back. Uh, pain somewhat hazing through, but you're getting there. Yep. Carl standing above you wearing a miniskirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which burns the eyes more, the heat in the crater. Or... Appreciating your flattering comments. Stands Carl. <laughs> Half orc what? Okay. Uh, what do you want to do, Susner? Well, he just lays there and he, he turns his head and just stares up at Carl for five seconds, just not blinking. And then he rolls back over and slowly gets to his feet. And uh, he says, uh, all right, where did uh, where'd Xanatari get off to? I think we need to sort of regroup and, and figure out what's next. That's the kind of I think she was checking out the um, airship after I mentioned it, and 
I really would like to have a lo- another look at it myself. All right. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's go. You lead the way. All right. And okay. he's gonna waddle to, uh, up toward he thinks he remembers the airship plans might be. Okay. Uh, Zenithari, take us out. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathdeforedeathcenter.com. Find us on Twitter at deathd4, or you can go to wherever you listen to podcasts on iTunes and find us at deathd4 as well. And please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast uh, about interviews uh, with game developers. And hopefully, I believe next week, we're planning on being here, which would be the 25th uh, Friday, Good Friday. So if you are home and you want to see us at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, uh, you can do that. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.